Hello, this is Reverend John Harfouche, and you're listening to the Christian Harfouche Ministries podcast. We have a message for you today from Apostle Dr. Christian Harfouche. For more information, live broadcasts, and video teachings, connect with us online at globalrevival.com and join us every week for the Christian Harfouche Ministries podcast. Blessings in the name of the Lord. I extend to you an invitation to be part of this wonderful encounter we're having together at the spiritual embassy where the excellency of the power of God is available through the agreement of his body, the church, over your prayer requests, over your ministry, over your call, and over your sphere and region of influence. Uh, We want you um, to let everyone know that I am coming to you live today with a specific word that the Lord has impressed upon my heart to release to his global body of champions. You and I who are heirs of the time that we live in and participants together with God in his performance of promises. We are living in the greatest hour of opportunity that the world has ever known. And I want to talk to you today about how the floods of the blessing of God and the goodness of the, uh, of the Lord, our Savior, and his ability to move and, and to perform in, in you and for you and uh, with you and through you is going to be exponentially increased as this word is transmitted or shared to you and then shared by you to others. We welcome every single one of us that are global members of the Apostolic Global Church. And every International Miracle Institute students, as well as our partners, members, and friends, I want you to let it all your friends know that Dr. Harford say the man of God is on live with the body of believers right here, ready to shout and proclaim the goodness of God over your life and answer your prayer requests and your prayer needs together with our extended family of Global Touch Prayer Initiative members. Uh, we love you with the love of the Lord. Amen. This is our hour to seize the opportunity given to us by God's promise and the empowerment of the Holy Spirit. You said, Doctor, what is this opportunity? This is a platform, a spiritual platform, an altar to express the gospel in apostolic and prophetic power, the likes of which has never been available since the New Testament church was born into the Holy Ghost and fire. You heard me right. God has reserved the best until now. We thank God for what he's done in years gone by. But now at the end of the ages, he is releasing an ability and a and a courage and a boldness 
into the lives of his people um, um, that is going to enable you to rise up in your courage, in divine boldness, in the might of God, in the spirit of his might, to declare with, with um, volume and to be accompanied with performance that the power gifts of God, working of miracles and gifts of healings and great faith will be resident in your audible and bold declaration of the good news. All of our, all of our, um, all of our family around the world who have placed our faith and confidence in Christ Jesus' saving power, in the love of God the Father, and in the partnership we have with the Almighty Holy Spirit, have an opportunity to say, let it be unto me according to your word today, and you will be lifted up, and you will be aided by the might of the third heaven through the agency of everything the kingdom of God has brought to aid us, and you will be living on an altar of expression of power and demonstration of manifestation. God will use you like he has never used you before. I want to hear from you and those of us that have been waiting for your miracle to transpire or your healing to happen, whether you've been waiting a month or whether you've been waiting years. I want to mark today as a day of acceleration and immediacy in your life. I said immediacy. And those of us who have received and are receiving our, our, our wonderful miracles. This is your night of testimony. This is your night of also putting your prayer requests on the altar of the Lord together with us in the apostolic headquarters so that we can agree together 24 hours a day. Prayers are going in four different fashions. And then once a month, every month, corporately, globally, on the first uh, day of the week and uh, the first uh, Sunday of the month. And so I, I want to share with you a, a very powerful spiritual truth in, um, in the Word of God. And I'm going to read to you out of this incredible uh, um, antiquarian Bible that in my opinion I believe is the single most important New Testament Bible if you're an English speaking church and we are the keepers of the book and we're the heirs of the faith and I want to greet you I want to greet you in Africa I want to greet you in Europe I want to greet you in the UK I want to greet you in the Middle East and the Near East and the Far East I want to greet you in the islands of the sea I want to greet you in Canada and in the Americas I want to greet you in every ethnic and every indigenous background you are family and today will not leave you the way today has found you my God your God is going to visit your home your life your spirit, your soul, your circumstance, your relative, your loved ones, and your situations. 
and they're going to be turned around by the power of God according to his revelatory word that is coming to you today. And if you believe it, everybody shout yes. Yes. Now the word of God, according to the teachings and the preaching of the apostle Paul in his writing to the Romans in the fifth chapter, um, the fifth chapter of the of the epistle of St. Paul to the Romans and verse 12, he says, therefore, as by one man, sin entered into the world and death by sin, and so death um, passed upon, um, upon all men for that all have sinned. And so he shows us here something very important and he negates it later with the accomplishment of Christ. You say, man of God, what is so important? Notice the word entered. Notice that by one man, and we know that the apostle Paul is speaking of the first Adam that God has created out of the dust of the ground our forefather in the natural, Adam, that God breathed into him the breath of life and man became a living soul or a living person, a rational, intelligent being who had the ability to walk with God. And yet this this man was granted jurisdiction, authority. He was given a limitation to his authority. Actually, the word man included the man created out of the dust of the ground and, of course, the woman that took out of man's side and made woman for man. And it said, and God made them male and female. And God blessed them. And God said, be fruitful and multiply. And the Lord... God, uh, in that blessing, gave Adam, gave his ambassador or representative in the earth jurisdiction or authority. He gave him authority. You hear me? He gave him authority. Man is not an evolved animal. Man is not some kind of a substandard Uh, unclean creation. God created man with intent of eternal purpose. Only God has knowledge of the fullness of the potential he intends for humanity. But he is revealing that potential through the agency of the Holy Spirit and through his holy scriptures to his body, the church. You are not going to live according to the definitions of others about you. You're going to rise up to the definition that the Lord has about you. So this jurisdiction or authority, God said, and he gave them authority. And he said, have dominion. I want you to hear that word and repeat that word. Dominion. Dominion. Repeat it again. Dominion. Dominion. 
And one more time, dominion. dominion. That word in the original carries the synonyms of uh, royalty or rule or reign or sultanship. And so dominion over what? Over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, over the cattle of the field, over the creeping things that creep on the earth, and over all the earth. This is the word of God as recorded in Genesis. It tells us that when God created the first man, Adam, or God created him male and female, God made mankind higher than the fish of the sea, more dominant in authority and in nature than the birds of the air, than the cattle of the field, than the creeping things, and over all the earth. Man is, you are more important to God than all the gold mines and silver mines in the world today. You are more important to God than all of the diamonds and the precious gems and the riches and the oil wells and the entire fullness of the earth. The Bible says, the Holy Scriptures declare that the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. And yet God created man with an eternal intent. I said an eternal intent. And God will promote you and elevate you today. Because when he spoke through the apostle Paul, he retroactively recorded the failure of the first Adam. Being out of the earth earthy, Adam create, performed or acted in disobedience to the direction of God. And that is what sin is, disobedience. Disobedience brings disconnection. Disconnection brings, um, brings separation. Separation deprived man from the life of God according to God. And, and according to the Apostle Paul, at that time, God had placed all of the authority over the planet in the hands of his human. And so he uses a very important word that through one man, sin entered. I want you to shout that word, entered. entered. Shout it again, entered. entered. Shout it one more time, entered. entered. That made man the doorway, if you will, if he would disobey God in his disobedience, he became the doorway that allowed sin into a world that did not have sin ruling over it and as a consequence also brought death or corruption or corrosion or decay, the power of the devil, your enemy, your adversary, the eater, was allowed into the planet by the fall of the first Adam that came into the world. Paul the Apostle goes on to say that because of that, the consequence of the fall brought the curse of death and the curse of sin over the life of all because all became by virtue of inheritance of the Adamic nature, subject 
to disobedience. We don't have to disobey. You don't have to disobey. Even today if I'm talking to you and you are not yet a believer in the Lord Jesus Christ, the Savior of the world, you don't have to disobey this word. You can accept this word. This is his word. When this word speaks to your conscience and you know in your heart this is the truth, do not put the Lord, Jesus, the word of the living God who became a man to deliver us from the power of that evil adversary. Do not put him on the same level with a teacher or a prophet or any other man. He is on a caliber and a level all by himself. He is the only redeemer of the world. And when you know that in your heart, even if you don't know anymore, you do not have to be disobedient to that. You can begin to hear the man of God and begin to accept your way out of the pit you've been in and the bondage you've been in and the hindrance you've been in. And if you're a child of God, a believer and a member of this house, and you're afflicted, you don't have to stay that way. If this word is comforting you, and the Holy Spirit is saying to you, God is good, his mercy endures forever. He does not want you to corrode, to decompose, to be afflicted, to be infirmed, to be maladic, to be incurable, to be double-minded, to be defeated. Then hear those words and lean on the power of the one who will aid you and your deliverance is right upon you right now and you will never be the same because Jesus did not fail although Adam failed. Paul goes on to say the last Adam came and when the last Adam came faith entered into the world. Thank you very much. Grace and truth entered into the world. Christ Jesus told us, I am the door. The door to what? The door for you to get into God. But I am the door for God to get into you. I will open up for you a new chapter. I will bring the indwelling of God that has become man, the word that has become man, and I will pour him out into your world so that you can accept that the knowledge of the glory of God has covered the earth as the waters cover the sea. Right where you're at, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Right where you're at, no adversary can defeat you. Right where you're at, no gate of hell shall prevail against you. Glory be to God. And, uh, and, and so he talks about it, and, and man uh, became the entryway for sin, and death became also the consequence of sin entering into the world. Well, the introduction of absolute God-pleasing righteousness was incarnate himself, the righteous one, the holy one of Israel, the holy one of God, the beginning and the end, the maker of all things, the word of God, God the word, became a man when the angel Gabriel came knocking on the door of humanity and he spoke to a virgin 
uh, by the name of Miriam or Mary, and he said to her, you're full of grace. God has chosen you. The same God who spoke through Isaiah. Are you hearing me today? Who said, I'm going to show you a mystery and show you a sign. A virgin will conceive and bring forth a son and call his name Emmanuel, God with us. His name is God with us. His name is not just another man with us. His name is not another teacher with us. His name is not another way with us. His name is the way, the truth, the life. Emmanuel, God with us. He's with you right now. Wherever you're at, he's with you right now. Ready to move by the power of his almighty spirit and break the shackles and the chains of affliction off of your life. He is the great and mighty Savior of the world, our Redeemer, who shed his blood to cleanse us from all unrighteousness, divorce us from our debt to the curse of the law, and then receive our obedience in our baptism, dying to the first Adam, who was subject to the dominion of sin, and rising to the new man who is created after God in righteousness and true holiness, who's given dominion by the Lord himself, when Christ Jesus with his own words declared to you and I, all authority in heaven and in earth is given unto me. Go ye therefore. That is why you go. He said in the same way that my father has sent me, I was heaven's apostle to you, and I showed you the God-man. Now I'm sending you, because I'm going to go back up, and I'm going to sit down at the right hand of God the Father to represent you up there. But I'm going to send you, not only with a message, but with the power of that message. You shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and you will be witnesses. When you open your mouth, power will come out. He said out of... He said, this experience will be in you a well springing up. The original word for that is exploding, springing up. And that, that makes what comes out of your spirit, what comes out of us in prayer, in preaching, in teaching, in proclamation, more than merely volume. It carries the very power of the indwelling of the Holy Spirit and it explodes good things into the world because when God explodes he doesn't break things up when God explodes he he sets things together in order in your life and Jesus also said out of your belly will flow rivers of living water that makes man the the channel or the doorway thank you very much to allow man to open up. I'm talking about the child of God. I'm talking about the Christian. I'm talking about the redeemed. I'm talking about those who are born from above, who do not want to merely be human, who want to be saved, who want to be delivered, who want to be renewed, who want to be energized, who want to be rejuvenated. And they're here right now declaring your victory and answering your prayers. Glory be to God. And, and, and so you, you are a door. You are a door. And as the Lord spoke in his Aramaic language to um, um, Kephas, his disciple, the rock, uh, who we know to be Peter, he said to him, when Peter 
acknowledged firmly. Jesus said, who do people say I am? Are you under the sound of this anointing today? There is not a place on this small planet where the Lord is not present through the power of his spirit. He's not Isaiah. He's not Elijah. He's not John the Baptist. He's not some other prophet. He said, whom do men say that I am? And then he said to the believers, are you a believer? Do you want to be a believer? Do you want to stay a believer? Do you want to grow a believer? Do you want to grow in your faith in God? Do you want to see every mountain of opposition bow the knee to your obedience? Do you want to see every limitation break today by the power of Almighty God? And so, do you want to be a gate for the Lord? Do you you want to be a gate to the Lord? And so the Lord speaks to to his disciples and when Kephas, uh, Peter uh, says to him, you are the Christ, the anointed one, the Messiah, the son of the living God. Jesus said, upon this rock, I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. I want you to hear me. There's an allegory, uh, a prophetic allegory about a literal happening in the book of Revelation or the apocalypse of John. And it talks about the devil, that old dragon, the serpent, who wages war against the woman and he opens his mouth and a flood comes out of his mouth. Do you notice what comes out of your enemy's mouth is described by Christ as coming out of the gates of hell. You see, the devil wants to open up the gates of evil and bring into this world, your world, a flood of destruction. But when the enemy comes, like a flood, I said like a flood, I said like a flood, The Spirit of the Lord will raise up a standard against him because this body, the church, is according to Christ in the fifth chapter of Matthew, you are the salt of the earth. You are the light of the world. Not a light, not a light of a little shore so that some ship would find land. You are the light of the world. You are the light of the world. The church is the light of the world. A city built on a hill cannot be hid. Men do not light a candle and hide it under a bushel. So this church, the gates of hell will not prevail against it. Or the counsel of the unseen world, what's coming out of the invisible realm of darkness, what's entering this world through evil humanity. Since the dawn of time, sin seized the advantage over Adam and entered the world and death entered the world. Today there's a lot of death going on. Today many of you that are hearing me are presently purported to be dying. But before we are finished with you, I don't know if anybody here is going to shout or not. 
before we are finished with you. You will not be dying. The report, the cancer, the disease, the affliction, the problem. You, 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 you are going to have an extension to your life, a multiplication to your days so that you can open your mouth and declare the good news of the gospel unashamedly for the gospel is the power of God unto salvation and what comes out of the righteous is much greater in its invading power than what comes out of the gates of hell. And we are experiencing a flood of righteousness coming into the world that is to be recognized today. Look around you with your natural eyes. Look around you with this. Look with this. What is the news saying? What is the report of uh, the afraid? What is the report of the hater? Are you here? And you're going to see a different flood. But listen to the Lord Jesus who says the gates of Shaul, the gates of Hades, the gates of hell will not prevail against it. And recognize that now out of his house there is a flood of righteousness covering the earth as the waters cover the sea. Hallelujah. And then you will be able to see together with us through the eyes of your heart that your miracle is not up there so far you can't reach it. Neither is it down there so deep you can't dig for it. For the word is nigh you. The word is near you. The word is with you. He is alive. He is king. He is Lord. He is master. He deserves all of the praise. And he's got more deliverance for you than you've got bondage to offer him. More forgiveness than you've got guilt. More, more restoration than you've got loss. Hallelujah. And more overflow in your life than you experienced uh, uh, forfeiting in times past. He is with you right now wherever you are at. And so he, the Lord Jesus, our Savior and our Messiah, poured out his almighty Holy Spirit upon the earth so that right now everyone here that is with me is a, a, is a front line warrior of spiritual caliber. Now notice that the Lord has to inform us as he did the disciples. He said, now you are clean through the word that I've spoken unto you in order to let them know what happened in the invisible realm. The word of God cannot be spoken and accepted without him cleansing you. Thank you. The, the word of God cannot be declared with power and accepted and received without granting you power. So when the angel said, you're full of grace, the Lord is with you, you will conceive in your womb and you will bring forth a son and call his name Jesus and he will deliver his people 
Thank God he's a deliverer. And he will sit on the throne of David. Thank God he's a king. But of his kingdom, there will be no end. Thank God he's got a kingdom. And we know that it's a kingdom of kings and priests. We know that we're members and citizens of that kingdom. And I invite you to get deeper into that kingdom. It's a kingdom of righteousness. It's a kingdom of peace. It's a kingdom of joy. It's a kingdom of health. It's a kingdom of, 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 of communication with God and continuity of an unbroken connection that Christ successfully fixed through the victory of the cross by giving his own life to buy back or redeem humanity unto himself. And so Mary needed to allow herself to become a human door, if you will, that will accept the word of God into her because the scriptures declared that the Lord said to God the Father or to the Godhead in the scriptures, a body hast thou prepared me. And so he would take on a body and enter this world through the agency of the legal doorway, which is childbirth. And legally being born into the earth, he brought righteousness like no man has seen it. He is the image of God that will transform us. He is the resurrection and the life. Thank you. He is the balm of Gilead. He is the physician in the house. I can preach today. He, he, he is the deliverer from the curse. He is the one that took our place. He is the one that took us out of the grave and the pit of damnation and raised us up together. He is the one that will use you today, infuse you today, empower you today, and transform you today. Amen. Amen. And uh, are you getting anything out of this? And so he is born into our world, and I'm talking about the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Praise God. I'm talking about the word of the living God. He joins God and humanity together, and as one of my wonderful sons in the faith caught it, he brought divinity or the divine nature into the human nature, and what was what was broken was fixed, but what was missing was supplied. Mankind would go through Christ from being a living soul to being a life-giving spirit. Are you here? Man would go in Christ from being a fallen man to being dead to the fall and alive to the call. I'm going to say that again. We went through Christ to being dead to the fall and alive to the call because on that cross, the fall fell 
In that grave, the fall was buried, but in that grave, the new temple, the new house, the house of God, the tabernacle of the Most High was buried also, and one stayed in the ground, but the one that the one that is the new and the holy rose and you and I rose together with him according to Ephesians and the holy scriptures and he made us to sit together with him in the heavenly places. I want to quote to you a word. Do, you, do I have shouters here today? L- listen, I want, quote, I want to quote to you a word. God has delivered us from the power of darkness and translated us to the kingdom of his dear son. This is what the church was preaching in the first century. This is what we have been declaring in our ancestry for 2,000 years. We have declared these words and then were directed by the Holy Spirit through significant God-specified church-recognized Uh, uh, preachers and apostles and disciples to pen the inspired word of God we call the New Testament. And so he would declare through the apostle Paul, one of the founders of the church of Antioch, along with the apostle Peter. And he would declare through him that Christ or God has already delivered us through Christ, from the power of darkness and translated us to the kingdom of his dear son. So now there is a connection between two dimensions. Thank you. The heavenlies are available to your earthlies. The aid of God is available to the weakness of the human. Thank you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Your your and my natural incompetence is is eclipsed by the all competence of almighty God. The wise one has come upon those of us who are wise enough to accept him as our wisdom because Christ is the wisdom of God and the power of God. And he comes into my life, but woe, woe is me if I do not preach the gospel. That means if I receive but do not open the door to let him out, then, 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 then woe is me. I am hiding a treasure. For he declared a good man out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth good things. Now we see the house of God, the church, Christianity, the Christian, the true believer, the believers born from above. We see them as a door that when we open and let the light out, when we open and let the salt out, thank you very much, the gates of hell that are trying to doom humanity will not prevail against the gates of heaven that God opens up in the earth today. There is a wonderful epistle that is being written upon the tablets of your heart and your life today and God is about to open these epistles and living books to declare to the nations of the world that in you will all families of the earth be blessed and, it, and I want you to send me your prayer requests I, I, I want you 
to let me know what your need is, but I want to talk to you a little bit. Every, every house, every mansion has gates. The, 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 the heavenly Jerusalem, the word of God talks about the gates of pearl. Talks about eternal gates. And, and, and talks about the gates that the Lord talked about. I give to you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. He, he gives his apostolic church. And for 2,000 years, when we bind, it is bound. Yes. And when we loose, it is loosed. And we have been given by the Lord both the keys of authority, that is, that he described authority in heaven and in earth. Did you hear me? Shout if you heard me. He described as all authority in heaven and in earth is given uh, to me. Well, you say he was talking about himself. When Christ talks about himself, he's talking also about his body. He's talking about his house. And the house of God can never be knocked down. No wind, no flood, no rain, and no storm. Because the builder of the house of God is God. And when God builds a house, hallelujah, nothing can knock it down. Thank you for your enthusiasm. But he gives us a key that not only are we the house and we live in the house, but we have the keys both to open and to let people into the house, but to open and let the glory of the house out of the house. And so this glory of the latter house is greater than the former house. This is an eternal house. This is an eternal temple. This is whom we live in and whom we move in and whom we have our being in. The Greeks wrote that through their poets, but they didn't know what they were talking about. The apostle Paul said, you were telling the truth even though you didn't know who you were talking about. In him we live, in him we move, and in him we have our being. So when Christ Jesus said, destroy this temple, and in three days I will raise it up again, and all of us wondered, what is he talking about? It took so many decades to build this temple. And we thought he was talking about the temple in Jerusalem. But the disciples and the apostles and the first century generation and second and third and fourth all the way to the 21st century body of believers. We know that the Lord was talking about the temple of his body. And he said, I will raise it up again. How will you raise it, Lord? Will you raise it to die again? No, I will raise it immortal. Will you raise it temporary? No, I will raise it eternal. Will you raise it for yourself also? No, it only, no, it is a temple. I will raise it so that you 
can be born into being a member of my humanity as well as my salvifical power and you can participate in living in a new house that will never be destroyed in a new temple that will never fall hallelujah the house of God the gates of hell will not prevail against it and you and I are members in that great and global house hallelujah hallelujah And whenever there's a flood, and we know from the flood of Noah, and I know I have people ministering to your needs today, send your prayer requests and uh, send in your applications for us to sponsor you and and, uh, to download you with International Miracle Institute. And if you want prayer and you do not know the Lord, but you don't want to live the way you live and you want to hear your heart and obey, today is the day. I said, today is the day. Yes. And, um, and, 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 and so he, uh, he, he tells us in the flood of Noah that he had to do two things. First, the heavens needed to be opened. And then two, the fountains of the deep needed to be broken. And when heaven was opened and the rain came down and the fountains of the deep were broken, a flood was created. The Lord told Noah he'll never destroy the earth with a flood again. But he never promised he will never bless the earth with a spiritual glory flood again. By not only opening heaven through, and he did that, but also taking the fountains of the deep that are made up of men and women that have accepted him to live in us and out of our bellies rivers of living water flowing and this gospel will no longer be whispered it'll no longer be disputed and argued upon it will no longer be tolerated God is releasing angelic hosts to bring sensibility to the mind of believers so that that divider that sows discord among the brethren will be bound on earth so that the church will rise up to preach with authority and dominion and power. You deserve to be set free. You deserve to know now you're clean through the word that I've spoken unto you. Your sins are forgiven. Now you deserve to know the Lord accepts you and you're acceptable in the beloved. Amen. And, and so um, let them hear you today, church. I'm going to read out of the Holy Scriptures from the book of Genesis um, in the Pentateuch. I'm going to read um, from the book of Genesis a verse of Scripture. It's talking about, and, and you could find that, or I'm going to just quote it to you. It's the, it's the uh, uh, 28th chapter of Genesis, and Jacob, who would become a, a called Israel, Uh, one that prevails with God, the one that would wrestle with God and receive a change of nature. There's a wrestling match going on today all over the world. It's a good wrestling match. God is wrestling with your conscience. God is wrestling with your dignity. God is wrestling with your memory. Whatever God is wrestling with your hangover. God is wrestling 
with, with your participation in generational misconceptions and generational curses that you have inherited that have been attributed to the human nature, calling the human an evolved animal or the human evil or mankind so far removed from God that man cannot have connection with God. You see, this is denying the Christ that bought you. Christ brought God and man together. Christ got the, brought the word of God and humanity together. When you deny that, you have no other way to God. You are called the anti-anointed one or the against Messiah. If the Messiah, Jesus Christ of Nazareth, is not your Savior, you need to Make up your mind because he is the only one that can break the curse that is Adamic in nature off of you and deliver you into a connection with heaven the likes of which you've never imagined is available through humanity. That the word of God would become a man and would join humanity and divinity together to pour out of himself perfection, never sinned, never spoken one word out of line, always did the things that pleased his father. He is universally accepted, even by those that do not believe after our faith, universally accepted as having never sinned, universally accepted to be a perfect prophet. He's universally accepted as having done nothing wrong. But he's also universally accepted as having ascended to heaven and universally accepted as having raised the dead, opened the blind eyes, unstopped the deaf ears, and caused the lame to leap for joy. In other words, the whole world with common sense confesses that he did what no man can do. And today, he will do what no man can do in your life. Lift your hands and shout if you believe that today. Glory, 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 glory. And I'm talking about humanity because humanity on earth without human beings, no good can be done. And no evil can be done. Literally, literally, if there were no humans here, there, they, there will not be wars here. There will not be hatred here. There will not be division here. There will not be disagreement here. Are you listening? Yeah. But now if there were no... Why? Because evil people are gateways to the spiritual evils behind them. The demonic will use the human to, to, to work through. Are you listening to me? The satanic will use the human to work through. The doctrines of devils, the denials of Christ will influence the human in order to come like a flood through the gateway of the legal right of the man or the woman to operate on the planet. On the other hand, there will be no good done on earth because angels are not in charge of the good news. Angels are not in charge in the proclamation of the good news. 
the angel Gabriel can only tell Mary the message. She had to either be disobedient or obedient. She chose to be obedient. She finally said, let it be unto me according to your word. And the angel left, but the word of God, God came upon uh, the blessed Virgin Mary and overshadowed her with his presence and incarnated himself in her womb, was born into our planet, joining humanity with divinity together and doing what we could not do in order to rescue us from what we would have been eternally doomed to be. And he successfully delivered us from the power of darkness. But he did not leave us powerless. He said, wait in Jerusalem until you be endued with power from on high because I'm going to send the comforter, the paraclete, the Holy Spirit, the spirit of truth that will help you divide all truth. Are you hearing me? Are you hearing me? Shout it out loud. Now you may be an individual around the world who love me and you say, "Uh, man of God, we respect you because you love Jesus, the son of Mary. But maybe you do not accept him to be the word become man, to be uncreated, to be ever with God, to be one with God. There's only one God, but you do not yet understand the mystery in the church. Let me talk to you the truth. Let me tell you the truth about this. This is very important for you to understand that, that Jesus, our Savior, is not a redeemer of only one group of people. He's the redeemer of mankind. John the Baptist did not say, there's the Lamb of God that takes away the sin of the Christians. Or there's the Lamb of God that takes away the sin of uh, um, uh, those that believe on him. He said he takes away the sin of the whole world. In other words, every prophet that ever predicted throughout the canon of the Old Covenant as well as the words of John the Baptist himself affirmed that Christ our Savior is the Redeemer of all of humanity that believes on Him according to His own definition of Himself. And so He said to us, Amen, I am the resurrection. I am the life. No man can come to the Father except by me. Are you listening to me? He said to us this. He said to us, and I'm talking to you. I still know who I'm talking to. You said, apostle. You say, man of God. You say, bishop. We love you. We love Jesus, the son of Mary. But we don't believe the way you believe Okay, well, let me talk to you because I love you more than you love me. Let let, let me talk to you. Let me talk to you. I love you more than you love me. Jesus said, he said, I am the resurrection and I am the life. No man comes to the Father except by me. So for 
for 1400 years and before we were called the people of the book we're called the people of the book but we refused only that title because on the 50th day there was a day we know to be the day of Pentecost that is the day the Lord sent his Holy Spirit to fill his house the church and he said when he comes he will lead you into all truth he will show you things to come and he will remind you of what I said he will help you to rightly divide the word of truth so ever since the 50th day we have been empowered to be not only the keepers of the book and the stewards of the message but to be also the keepers of the faith and to rightly divide and articulate the universal faith the right faith the true faith that opens up the gateway uh, to God through his messenger, his apostle, his representative, humanity's deliverer, the Lord Jesus Christ, who is on a level all by himself. There is not a prophet. There is not a teacher. There is not a man. There is not a human, not before and not after, that can measure up to him, let alone take us to where he came to take us and give us what he came to give us. And he today is knocking on the door of your heart. He said, behold, I stand at the door and knock. Why would God be knocking on the door? Why would God through Christ Jesus be knocking on the door of a human? Unless he gave you and I the right. He gave us the right to either say no, go away, or to open the door and let him in. Now when we open the door and let him in, we let his salvation in. And we let his deliverance in. And we let his empowerment in. But he says, okay, I'm going to take you beyond that. Now I'm in you. But now I'm going to teach you how to be in me. And he teaches us how we're going to die through a miracle of the Spirit to what we used to be in the death and the sin of Adam and raise up to live to who we are in the deliverance and the redemption of the Lord Christ Jesus. So we get prepared through the teaching and through the scriptures for the holy baptism, which is not just natural water, but the water of holy baptism that the Almighty Holy Spirit will move upon. And then we are baptized into His body and we're raised up a, aware of a newness of life we're no longer only where God lives or where the Lord lives, but we also live in him and have been immersed into his body. Therefore, we cannot anymore be a locked door or a closed door or a silent door and keep our faith to ourselves. We love the world too much. We love you too much to keep our mouth shut about your deliverance. He wants you healed. He wants you free. He wants you 
He wants you to know your prayers are being heard. He wants you to know that God loves you. He wants you to know if you're a man, if you're a woman, if you're a child, that he's a merciful God and he's a delivering God who sent his only begotten son that whoever would believe in him should not perish but have everlasting life. So we are keepers of the book and we are the people of the book but we are keepers of the faith. We inherited the faith through the Lord Jesus himself breathing that faith into the apostolic generation, into the 12, into the 120, and then empowering us through the power of the Holy Spirit that we all began to speak in other languages as the Spirit gave the inspiration and the gospel or the wonderful works of God were declared on that 50th day and the Ethiopians and the Egyptians and, 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 and the Syriacs and the, the Jerusalemites and, 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 and the Arabians and the Thessians and the, uh, the Greeks and every nation under heaven was represented in the city on that day when a rushing mighty wind came from heaven and there was a sound likes of which never been heard in the history of man and the Holy Spirit moved upon that upper chamber where we had received communion with the Lord in a secret supper before he went to the cross and he came upon us in the form of fire indwelling us and then we were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak the wonderful works of God and we were declaring the devil is defeated his his power over mankind has been destroyed Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law being made a curse for us because it is written cursed is every man that hangs on a tree we were declaring we're no longer under the kingdom of darkness we've been free we've been delivered and from that day we began to declare the good news and the glad tidings and 120 of us became if you will gates and one corporate gate began to let in the flood of the preaching of the gospel into the world and within one day when the people heard and they said what is going on and started hearing in our own language is your heart burning in you today do you have a need tonight for a miracle I want you to write me do you need God to heal your body have you inherited something in your family are you in a circumstance where you're living a lifestyle that is convicting you and condemning you even though you won't confess it or tell anyone about it you don't have to live as a slave to any of these things that come from the invisible realm of darkness they can be broken off of you today because the gates of heaven are open wide and his outpouring is coming to your life to bless you powerfully there are there is a generation on earth that is connected to heaven and earth through the lordship of Jesus the mediator between God and man is this your word today is this the word for your church your church will multiply is this the word for your ministry your ministry will go to another level is this the word for your family 
You open the doors of your spiritual life and do not be afraid of the light that shines in the darkness and he will come in now. He will bless you now, revive you now and raise you up, strengthen you, refute out of your life every weakness, every ailment, every uncleanness, every double-mindedness, every suicidal tendency, every hatred for humanity, every hatred for other ethnic group will leave your life. It will leave your life instantly if you open the door and let the word of God come into your life today and deliver you because you don't have to wait until you die to have God in your life. God will come into your life now and make your life worth living and make you shine like a light for the world and make you like a preserving salt for the earth and make you like leaven that causes the bread to rise and make you, make you the, uh, the uh, remedy to the malady. And that's what we are. We are collectively as well as individually. When we pray personally and we pray to the Lord, we're not knocking on a shut door. When we knock, it shall be opened. Jesus promised. When we seek, we don't seek indefinitely and never find. We seek, we shall find. When we ask, we shall receive. We do not ask. Believers, believers all over the world, you do not ask and not receive. You might ask for a little while. You might ask for a long time. But it's time to receive. This is time to receive. Agree together with us as we agree together with you. It's time to receive. There is no distance between you and this spiritual embassy, this apostolic patriarchate. There is no distance between you and this anointing represented here by disciples of the Lord and ministers of the gospel. There is no distance between you and a shout of victory. There is no distance. It's upon you and it's upon your life in every arena of your life. And so two things had to happen in order for the flood to come. Well, two things happened uh, when we were in the upper room. One is the Holy Spirit came down so that the church would become heirs of the faith. And we are heirs of right division of the word of God. In other words, we do not need strangers to help us interpret the teachings of the Lord because they've been with us for 2,000 years. They're, they're in the house. They're in our house. They're in our worldwide house. They're, 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 we're heirs of that. We're stewards of that. And we're not called by the Lord to stay silent about that. Uh, we're called by the Lord to share that because he loves you and your children too much and your family too much for you not to hear that his help is available for you. And so not only did he come or, or open the fountains of heaven, open heaven, so that the rain or the showers would come, whether it was a wind or appeared like fire, same principle. But also he filled the, the house. Every individual also in that house, the fire of God rested upon us 
and we were all filled and out of our spirit came into this natural word world words that are full of um, help and blessing so that 3,000 souls that day were added to this body of believers because why? The door opened. The door opened and God still speaks in your language. He still knows what you're going through. He is still present where you are. You might not visually relate or vocally relate to what you're hearing. But spiritually, the presence upon your life cannot be denied. The presence where you're at, you sense that presence. I'm not, and we're not telling you to call upon us, but we're telling you to call upon the Lord. And he, whosoever will call upon the name of the Lord, shall be delivered. And I want to talk to my sons and my daughters here. It's time for you to open the door of your life and let the flood out. Let the flood out. Africa, let the flood out. World, let the flood out. For too long, the for too long the mentality has been we, some of you think we are under attack no, open the door and let the blessing of prayer and the blessing of preaching and the blessing of profession of faith and the blessing of goodness invade the world overcome evil with good let the flood out and let men and women that did not know the goodness of God be introduced to the goodness of God because there is no good that it can happen for the most part through the word of God unless preachers and teachers bring it how will they hear without a preacher huh how will they hear and so unless, unless the preacher opens their mouth and out of our mouth comes the good news that cannot be refuted and uh, that God is ready to back up, how will they hear and how will they believe and how will they call? How will you believe on the Lord in a greater way if I don't challenge you with the word of truth? And now as men and women that are here uh, ready to minister to you, you send me your prayer request. And church, are you getting anything out of this? Every human here, we have gateways. Our ears, our eyes, our touch, our taste, our smell. These are senses. But the most important thing to protect is, is what the psalmist said and the Proverbs writer said, guard your heart. Guard your heart. Now, now that means that you're going to hear things audibly that you need to have a developed heart to say no to. So the thoughts 
that come from the outside, the instigation of satanic and demonic forces against your life that want you to think evil of yourself and evil of others. And they want to destroy you because the enemy wants to get in through your gates like a thief. So before you know it, the light that used to be in you is replaced with darkness and you begin to succumb to a penalty that Jesus already paid for you instead of rise up to a benefit that Jesus has provided for you. So guard your gates today. Guard how you see me today. Not what you see, but how you see. And recognize the man of God is speaking to you out of the innermost being of my call. He called me while I was still in my mother's womb. He preserved my life while I was under gunfire when I was two years old. He preserved my life nine, nine times. I came a hair's breath away from death, but he saved me. He called me. He appeared to me. He anointed me, and he sent me to you because he does not want you without a preacher and he does not want them without being part of this end time generation so what you see today is important but how you see is important the gateway of your ears is important you can hear and you can be critical and the only person you will probably hurt is yourself and those that will listen to you but if you hear the word of God and, and be honestly inquisitive, studious enough to investigate the truth, then you will find out that he will reveal himself in even a bigger way to you if you're in a certain level of your walk with the Lord. And you will not only see what you see, you will be able to recognize what you're seeing because you'll see out of what Jesus called the single eye or a healthy eye, the eye of your understanding. And the same is with the gate uh, hearing. Jesus would always say, he that had ear, let him hear. He would say to the Pharisees, the Sadducees, the doctors of the law and, and the scribes, do not gripe and complain or murmur among yourself. No man can come to me except the Father draw him. Today, I'm not talking to you to force anything on you. And I know most of you that are part of this ministry globally, and there's no force at all. There is a cloud of glory coming upon you to cover you. Your, your sphere is being enlarged. Your provision is being multiplied. Your answers are being fulfilled and demonstrated. Your accelerations are beyond your expectation because he, our God, is doing exceeding abundantly above all that you can ask or think according to the power that works in us but watch what he says if I will not open you the windows of heaven pour you out of a blessing that you will not be able to contain it that means it's going to overflow out of the basket of your life out of the door of your life out of the gate of your life out of the sphere of your life there is a good flood coming and it will water every desert and every thirsty land are you hungry? 
for the goodness of God? Are you thirsty for reality? Are you tired of ritual? And are you tired of pessimism? Are, 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 have, you, have you had enough with negativity? Have you had enough with hatred? Is there someone so true to you and near to you called Almighty God that he is not so far that he is only relevant when you die and go to see him? Is he available to you now? And even if you don't understand it, is he tugging on the tablets of your heart? Forget the murmurs. Forget the complainers. Forget the gripers. I'm not talking to them. But if your heart is being stirred in you, then call upon the Lord right now and lift your hands and declare what the man of God is talking about, what the servant of the Lord is talking about is for me today. And call upon the Lord and you will be delivered. And whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be delivered. Hallelujah. hallelujah. Shout hallelujah. hallelujah. Before the Dr. Luke recorded the acts of the apostle, they were happening. Keepers of the book, the entire Old Covenant canon was within our bosom and the direct way to understand it was given to us by the very breath of the Lord and the indwelling of the Almighty Holy Spirit manifesting among our gatherings in what is called apostol the Apostles' Doctrine. And so when, 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 when that came, Peter and John were walking together uh, uh, to go to prayer, at the hour of prayer. And uh, they saw a man who was lame from his mother's womb. Now I want to talk to you. Are you ready to be changed from how you've been from your mother's womb? Are you, are you ready? And, and, and Peter and John looked on him, noticed the eye gate, and said, look on us. Notice the connection. And he looked expecting to receive. He was a beggar. Alms. And, they, and Peter says, and they said to him, no, we've allocated our, our finances. We're givers. Silver and gold, we've allocated. We have none. We're, we're, we're feeding the hungry. We're, we're having things in common. We're, we're givers. Are you, are you here? But such as I have, I give you. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And we took him by the hands and lifted him up, and he was instantly made whole. Yes. Now this was the opening of the gate and the letting out of the Lord who only can do what the Lord can do. Amen. This was the gift of faith and working of miracles still resident in the house of God today among his authorized representatives all over the world. What a wonderful thing to have um, that um, we can partake of and participate in. When, when the apostles were asked, by what authority did you do this? And they said, if you're asking us, then by what power this man who was lame was made whole Know that it was 
by the name of the Lord Jesus because there is no other name given under heaven among men whereby you must be saved. So they use the word saved for the word healed, the word delivered, and the word prospered or successful, and the word made whole, because it is the same word. It is the word rescue. Will you be rescued from how you were born? Will you be rescued from what you were taught? Will you be rescued from how you were educated? Will you be rescued above where you've reached? Will you allow God to take you up to a level today of partnership with him and relationship with him that will not only meet your need, but will make you a carrier, a full house that can open the gates and let the power of God in? Will you do that? Send me your prayer request write us, post, and we'll write you back. I love you. I love you. You are, you are not normal. You are not abnormal. You are supernatural. If you are listening to this and it's touching you, you are supernatural. If this word is touching you, you are supernatural. It's not touching you in your natural. It's touching you in your spirit. And that's the part of you that's going to rise. Where God is going to give life to the part of you that's going to give life to the rest of you. God is going to give life to the part of you that is going to give life to the rest of you. God is going to take his divinity and infuse it with your humanity and join the two together legally through the power of the sanctifying blood of the Lord Jesus Christ who cleansed us from all unrighteousness and made himself available to us 24 hours a day to keep on helping us to live the holy life and to forgive us of any shortcomings that every human at one time or another may give heed to except for the Lord Jesus Christ who never sinned, the only one who never said one word that is idle, the only one that always pleased God, the only one that was the fullness of the Godhead bodily, and the only one that could take away all of humanity's sin, and he did. The only one that could lay down his life, and he did. But the only one that could take it up again, and he did. And I thank God he raised us up together with him. Hallelujah. And made us to sit with him in the heavenly places. Amen. Amen. Well, we're talking about the Jacob now, who would wrestle with the angel. Well, he lights off of his um, animal, because the sun was setting, and you, you'll find this in the 28th chapter of Genesis, and, uh, and he grabs the stones, in, some of the stones in that place, and he makes a pillow. You have it, you have it in your scriptures. And he lays down on it, and he, he falls asleep. Now, during those years, the times when God would deal with certain, way back before uh, Jacob, there's uh, Isaac, there's Abraham, and around the same similar time with Abraham, there's a man in the east that is called Job, and God would directly talk or communicate with these human beings, and so he, he, he talked with Abraham, and he declared to him a covenant, and uh, 
you and I who are here, I'm not going to wait. If you belong to Christ, then you are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. I'm not going to wait till somebody shouts, you're an heir to the covenant. (coughs) But the Lord would declare, and here's what he says, and here's what he says to the church, and here's what he says to the house. My God, I'm so full for you today. I want you to send your prayer requests. I want you to catch this. I, I, I want you to get this. I, and, and the Lord will remind me what he just showed me in, in the vision form for you. Uh, he will remind me. Uh, and I want to bless the, uh, the, the lower 48 states. I want to bless every one of you. I want to thank God for every one of you that was able to be part with us in, in our recent conventions and receive from the Lord this impartation that you said was permanent in your life. We love you. I don't have time to name all uh, of you. And those of you that did not, were not able to make it with us, we're going to see you soon and you're going to see us soon. Amen? Amen. But God speaks to Abraham. God speaks to Abraham, he promises him some powerful things. After he speaks to Abraham, God reiterates the covenant and expands it. Someone say expands. That means he enlarges the covenant and he does it to Isaac. And here Jacob is asleep and the Lord appears to him in the dream, a God dream called a night vision. And he says to him, I am the God of Abraham, of your father, Abraham and Isaac. And he continues to reiterate the covenant, but then he says, and you will expand or enlarge. And he goes ahead and he declares it in map form. In other words, to the north, to the south, to the east, and to the west. What is he talking about? He's speaking to Abraham's seed. Who is Abraham's seed? Who's Abraham's seed? He's speaking to his house, his family, his temple, his church. And he's saying, I will so expand you until there's not a nation under heaven that you're not walking in carrying the fulfillment of the covenant for the covenant was made to Abraham and his seed and he saith not the seeds as of many but his seed which is Christ and if you belong to Christ the apostle Paul said then are you Abraham's seed and heirs heirs inheritors according to the promise you say man of God, you say, you say bishop, apostle, what, what does that mean? Here's what it means, you're about to expand, you're about to enlarge. God's covenant is ever exponentially growing un- until it's universally relevant. And, uh, and it is right now universally relevant But I'm talking to some people whose life today, there are thousands of you, your life today will experience an unreversible change. You will experience a change for the better that can never be reversed. You will come out of that limited religious closet or human 
intellectual closet. You will come out of the bondage of human stupidity. And I don't mean that to assault you. I don't mean that that way. No, you are being tugged on. If you're not, then I'm not talking to you. But if you are, and you're saying yes in your heart, the Lord is leading you by the hand, and you, you will look and see that today was the day you marked as the day you came out of the cave and went into an open realm of expansion, inheriting a covenant that God, who cannot lie, made with Abraham and with his seed. And, if, and that means you who belong to Christ or him who believe in Christ, you're Abraham's seed also, whether you are God's chosen people, Jew, or whether you are Gentile believer, or whatever your background is, you are Abraham's seed. And if you believe it, shout hallelujah. hallelujah. Shout it like an army. Hallelujah. And, and if you recall now, Jacob awakens out of his sleep, and when he does, he, re- he remembers the dream. There is a ladder that is set on earth. And the top of it reached heaven. And the angels of God were ascending and descending on that ladder. In other words, heaven was connected to earth. And the establishment of that connection was first placed on earth and the top of it reached heaven. In other words, I will build my church established on earth and the top of it reached heaven and I will open heaven and pour you out so you won't be only keepers of the book or the people of the book. You'll be heirs of the faith and therefore the Holy Spirit will lead you into right division of the word of God. And so the, this interpretation of the truth that has been with us ever, ever multiplying through the grace of the Lord and increasing in our, in our knowledge. He does not increase. He's Almighty God. We increase because we can all, always use an improvement. And uh, thank God we're not left up to improving ourselves. And uh, we, we, we do the necessary uh, pursuit and he does the uh, unhindered help. Amen? When Jacob woke up, this is what he said. He said, the lo- surely the Lord was in this place and I did not know it. This is a terrible place or a terrifying place or a place to be severely revered. This is the house of God. This is the gate of heaven. The house of God is the gate of heaven. The house of God on earth is the gate of heaven. So Christ Jesus established a gate on earth through his own work, through the death of his cross and the emptying of his grave and the empowering of his church through which the help of heaven is coming to earth to deliver humanity from everything that used to rule us and make us act like animals and bring the blessing of heaven upon us to 
and help us to love one another and walk in the authority and the power of the Lord our God and our Savior. And this also belongs to, to members of the body of Christ. We have no business as members of the body of Christ to allow division among the brethren or discord among the brethren and you run around and, and, and you, you, you get attacked so that you won't get along with one another and you can't agree with one another. The time for that is over. The time for us to agree for this salvation of nations. Now I'm talking to regions of the world that our presence is strong in, both in printed page, teaching material, um, television, uh, other sources of platforms of social media, as well as bishops and ministers and apostle doctors. And I'm talking to you, aren't I? Now, no longer will these nations rock and reel between competitiveness of this denomination and that denomination or this group and that group. We don't have to all be one tribe. We can be, uh, we could be innumerable tribes as far as our backgrounds are concerned. But if our word is the word of God and our nature is born from above, then we can make all those tribes one tribe. And it's very hard to break a united people. It's impossible to break a united people. So that, that's coming to your nation. You know I'm talking to you and I'm sending that ahead of me because I will not bring a team to your nation so that team will participate in discord that is running amok upon, among the family of God. I can understand those that do not understand, but I cannot understand how the family can have discord in the middle of the family. Jesus did not start a dysfunctional family. And he's not coming back for one either. I'm going to say it again. Jesus did not start a dysfunctional family. Neither is he coming back for one like that either. He's coming for a united family that understands how to get over the differences and get on with the mission of opening the doors and letting the light out, letting the salt out, letting the river out, letting the, the well spring up, and letting the word of God out. Amen? So, should I stop? Are you sure? Are you okay where you are? And I, I want to bless you. I want to bless you here in Florida. Florida is a gateway. Florida is a gateway. Florida is a very supernatural gateway to, to the Panama Canal, through, throughout the uh, South Americas, uh, to the um, uh, islands of the sea. And, and so uh, uh, Florida is a very, very important gateway. But we are also, as an apostolic church, not only global, but we're also regionally covering the five-state area. We're covering Florida and Georgia and Alabama and, and uh, Mississippi and one more. We're covering these five states. But then we're going beyond that. We have some fresh bread from heaven to feed you with. God has a call for your life. Are you ready to answer that call? 
Are you tired of substandard Christianity? Are you tired of excuses rather than answers? Do you believe there is a fathering spirit in the earth? Do you believe that there are men and women sent by God with a specific assignment to help you? out of the thing you couldn't pray off of your life personally. If you've been falling back again into what you came out of, I'm declaring over you, those days are going to be so history, you won't remember them. You will not only be set free, you will be taught how to be free because the Lord said, He whom the Son set free is free indeed. And so He told us, you shall know the truth. Now, What is the truth? Is the truth a subject? Well, no. Jesus, the Lord, the Word become a man. He said, I am the truth. The truth is a living person. The truth is not a fact. The truth is the answer to the problems that some facts present. The truth is the solution to the puzzle. The truth is the salvation to damnation. The Those who are doomed that cannot save themselves, the truth can set you free. But he said, you shall know the truth. And today as you know him, as you say, I want to know you, Lord. I want to understand you better, Lord. I want you to help me in the middle of the... um, I seem like I'm the minority. I'm talking to you. You seem like you're the minority. You seem like you you need to worship underground. You seem like you you need to serve God in silence. I want you to know the Lord is so with you. He is with your prayer. And when you lift your prayer, don't pray only for yourself. Pray across the planet. And it won't travel at the speed of sound, nor will it travel at the speed of light. It will travel at the speed of God. No passing of time. And you, seeming as if you're the minority, will be aiding the manifestation of answers on behalf of the kingdom of God all over the world. And send your prayer request to be represented with the thousands and tens of thousands that are coming on a regular basis. Send your application to be sponsored into the International Miracle Institute. Um, You want to pursue... Uh, the higher learning and postgraduate training that we're going to make available. Let us know about that. But I want to talk to you a little bit about expansion. Everybody here say expansion. Enlargement. Enlargement. And perpetual growth. Perpetual growth. This, let me tell you, there's something coming that it, that is like the multiplication of the loaves and the fishes. That is what is going to happen to the good news of the gospel. That is what is going to happen to the word of God in the age that we're living in. The momentum that we saw in our original first several centuries will be eclipsed by the momentum we're about to see in the next several years. Did you hear me? I want to say that again. We're going to see in the next several years a momentum on behalf of the body of Christ revealing and manifesting apostolic doctrine with signs and wonders and miracles to glorify God the Father and the miracles will come through His house, through His church, through His global family. 
and it'll come that way through human beings so that no man will get the glory, but God will get all the glory and God will get all of the credit for the grace that he's brought to us through the Lord Jesus Christ. So we thank God the Father for his love that he loved us with and we accept the grace and the truth that came to us through the Lord Jesus Christ and we participate in the partnership that we have through the presence of the almighty Holy Spirit that is working with us today. But this momentum that will come in the next several years will eclipse what we have seen in the first three centuries, the first 300 years, this body of believers and beyond, but the 300 years, this body of believers, the house of God, this terrible place, this this place to be revered, this place, the house of God, truly the Lord was in this place, Bethel, I will call it house of God, Bethel, house of the mighty one, house of the almighty, that's what Jacob said, I will call it, and I'll take what used to be my pillow, and I'll make it a pillar, and I'll pour oil on it, consecrate this place, this is where I'll tithe, and this is where I recognize God spoke a word, and when God speaks, he cannot lie. Hath he said it, shall he not do it? There is a momentum coming to your life, but it's not only coming to you, it's coming through you like a gate into this earth. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And so a gateway is not only a, um, a way in, but also a way out. So you guard that heart, the word of God says, because you are going to be given the knowledge to resist the untruth and the evil and accept only the truth and the good. And you're going to pursue the path of righteousness and justice walking with God. But then you're going to open up your life. And I'm going to, the Lord says, I'm going to use you. And as, as a human being, I'm going to do through you things that are not by nature natural for the human. I'm going to do through you things that are exceptional, that are beyond uh, philanthropic or humanitarian or, or kind-hearted. I'm going to do something beyond that. I'm going to fill you with the goodness that I have. And if you have goodness in you that you want God to add to, then accept what's being said to you and let the Lord bring the ministry of his Holy Spirit and bring you into this salvation of your spirit, your soul, your body from sickness and disease, weakness and infirmity, and your works so that you are not like we were when we were throwing the net in and catching nothing in the book of John. But you're empowered with the word to catch that success. It's when you do the same thing other humans are doing, but you get the results other humans are not getting. That's, that's so good. That's so good today. That's so good. Isaiah in the sixth chapter talked about this expansion. You see, not too many people in the earth today on individual level, not too many of us, unless we're stirred and challenged, will think corporately or think globally. 
most of us will think personally. You see, most of us will be tempted to think personally, even in a family circumstance, even in a marriage relationship. A lot of times people, most of the time, think personally. It is only Christ who said to prefer others above yourself. No one can do that within their own ability. He said, greater love has no man than this, that he would lay down his life for those that love him. That a person would have an ambition and yet say, I'm going to put my ambition over here and I'm going to answer my call. I'm going to make sure that I don't think personally only because my God will take care of personally. I I am going to think globally. I'm going to think universally. I'm going to think eternally. Not too many people without a challenge think like that. That's why I called my sons and daughters here for this word to hear it personally so that they can add to what they're given. To whom much is given? Shout it. Much is required. Much is required. I, I brought them here to hear it receive it, and then minister to you by responding to your prayer request so that globally they would be challenged and personally they would be rewarded. When you're globally challenged and you think of others more than you think of yourself and you put others first, God will reward you more than you could have ever rewarded yourself. When you think of yourself first, you can't reward yourself like God can reward you. When I challenge you today and I tell you about this global and this or this universal and this eternal body of believers, I'm saying as as a corporate body, we open up the gate because we have been given the keys of authority to let the goodness of God into the world that comes through what the Bible calls the good news. That's the original Greek word for, for gospels. Good news. The gospel is the what? The good news. Good news is good news. Good news according to the Most High is the best news you could ever hear. It cannot be improved upon. It can, it can be looked deeper into. And so the truth is not a subject. The truth is a person. So in Isaiah the sixth chapter, Isaiah sees a vision. And heaven is opened. And it was the king, king Uzziah had died that year. He saw the Lord high and lifted up. And he saw his cloak or his clothes filled the temple. Well, Notice the Lord high and lifted up. High and lifted up. He's talking New Testament. He's talking about the Lord, the King of glory. He's talking about the Lord, our Savior. Not the Savior of the Christian. The Savior of the world. Not the Lamb of God for the church. The Lamb of God that takes away the sin of the whole world. So that the whole world can say we believe and we're willing to be part of that citizenship of that kingdom, we want to be part of that house, and that house has been uh, granted the authority in the name that is above every name. And so then Isaiah sees this, and he sees the angels flying around saying, holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is filled with his glory. The whole earth, shout it. Shout earth. Earth. Shout earth. Earth. Shout earth. earth. 
Shout earth. Isaiah saw it. The whole earth is filled with his glory. Well, who is going to believe this? Who is going to believe this truth? Who is going to believe? And the glory of the Lord shall be revealed and all flesh shall see. Who is going to believe? John chapter 1. And the word became flesh. And we beheld his glory as of the glory of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Who's going to believe this? Isaiah said, heard the seraphims, he saw them flying here, and holy, 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 as the Lord of hosts, the whole earth is filled with his glory. And they, they, with six wings, they covered their eyes, they covered their feet, and they flew with two wings. But then he saw the cloud of glory in the house of God, in the heavenly realm. And then he saw the whole house was filled with smoke. This is the presence of the third uh, person of the Trinity. The God who's everywhere at the same time. He's not only living in heaven. He's right here on earth. He's not absent. His spirit is here. And so, and then it shakes and the gates, the gates, the gates begin to shake and begin to expand and begin to enlarge. Here's the here's, here's expansion again. Here's what's happening and Isaiah sees it and Isaiah is immediately aware of the human uh, uh, flaw. And I want to stop and hear a shout in this place that will rock this planet. Isaiah said, I am undone. I'm falling apart. I am uncovered. I am unclean because I live among a people of unclean lips. I am a man of unclean lips. Notice God initiated a vision that is so holy that even the, one of his most holy prophets could, could detect disqualification from earning that holiness. And he said and, and and the Lord said sent his angel with an instrument of ministry that took the coal off of the altar with the tongs and he touched his lips. You, the Lord sent his son as an agent of ministry to touch the life of the human and God God who showed Isaiah future said to him, now your lips are, are touched and your sins are forgiven and your iniquities are cleansed. And he heard a voice saying, who will go up for us and whom shall we send? Who are we going to send? And, and he said, here am I, Lord, send me, send me, send me to preach what people will not believe. Send me to preach the impossible because I have seen it with the eyes of my heart. I did not qualify for it. I did not earn it. I am a prophet, but I am only a human, he said. I am a prophet, but I am among a people that are unclean and even my own lips are aware of the fact that in comparison to the most holy world of God, 
I disqualify myself by virtue of condition. My condition disqualifies me from union with you. But God says, I don't want that to be your condition. So I'm going to give you what you can't give yourself. I'm going to sanctify you. I'm going to purify you. I'm going to cleanse you. I'm going to give you my bread. I'm going to feed you my word. I'm going to fill you with my spirit. And I'm going to make you my messenger. I'm going to make you my gate. So when you open your mouth, you'll become my utterance, move my, my spirit, so that my scribes would write down Isaiah and would write down the Old Testament scriptures that are full of the very encapsulated living word of God that gives life instead of kills because the letter kills but the spirit gives life lift your hands and shout like you never shouted in your life I want you to send me your prayer requests I want you to send us your prayer requests I want you to let me know what your need is I want you to let us know where, where you are if you are a pastor if you are a, a minister if you are a uh, a, a, a person that is in charge of a movement and the Lord has put me in your life and you recognize us as mentors and, 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 and spiritual parents, father to you in the spirit, then you approach us with that desire to qualify you for a commitment of partnership together with uh, reaching this world with the good news of the gospel but also rushing eternity together with as many human beings as we can uh, get the gospel over to if you are not yet part of this that I'm talking about hear this that under the old covenant scriptures a man by the name of Isaiah was told by the Lord God to go and preach what man has a very impossible time hearing uh, and understanding. God himself asked the question, who will go up for us? Whom shall we send? And he said, here am I, Lord, send me. And then he tells us, who has believed our report? And to whom is the arm of the Lord or the arm of uh, the, the king, the arm of the... Lord of hosts, the arm of God, the power, his mighty arm revealed. Who has a revelation of the impossibility of God to stagger at the impossible? Who has an ability to believe that God does not know the meaning of impossible? That God is more than capable to take the lips that are unclean and make them clean and take the people that are unclean and make them clean and then entrust us with a message to go tell people everywhere that the Lord is high and lifted up and that the gates are spreading, expansion is taking place and the glory of the cloud of God hovering over humanity is present to empty the hospital bed, to protect those that are in danger, to shut the mouth of lions, to quench the fire 
and the violence thereof and the threats of those that hate you will be put to shame and those that curse you will fall in the pit they dug for you and those that oppose you will flee from before you because the angels of God are with you you're not the minority you are the majority greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world and today is your day to see the gateway of God fortified in your life and nothing that comes against you will penetrate his shield of protection it will bounce off of you but what he sends your way will be received by your yea and amen and that which comes into your life does not take from you but multiplies you and make you makes you the supernatural factory of multiplication where the dough and the bread of heaven is constantly coming forth and where the rivers of God and where the goodness of God come forth in the next several years gates are opening all over the earth houses are all, of worship are opening all over the earth ministers individual fashion and in individual fashion and in collective fashion are going to stand together and with one voice when we declare it there will be shakings there will be fullness God will stretch his hand of mind and power and do the very thing that people that got away with criticizing in times past. What is, a, what is your enemy going to do? And what are you going to do if you're a skeptic? When what you're talking against and saying does not happen, happens to your own wife, or happens to your own husband, or happens to your own family. When God heals the incurable, and God delivers uh, them out of the prison house of, of the what are you going to say when, when the shriveled arm and the withered arm is straightened out what are you going to say when the cripple leap what are you going to say when you see with your own eyes the ones that did not used to see see with their eyes because the blind see and those that see are going to see that the blind see will you see with your eyes or will you see with your heart today I say you'll see with your heart today I say you'll receive with your heart today I'll say you'll jump up with your spirit today. I'll say you'll answer the call of God today. You are significant to the Lord and you're important to us. This is why we take this time today to declare to you that the indwelling of God and your relationship with Him will not in any way be imprisoned or shut up or locked down or whispered the indwelling and the relationship you have with God will expand based on some of the things that I got to share with you and will enlarge and go to levels that you've never imagined before we are coming to you I want you to pray right now. Send your prayer requests. We are coming to you. We're coming to you. We're coming to you by the direction of heaven. We have been sent to you with a message as messengers of the Lord to share with you the love of God the Father that He loves you He loves you. His love never fails. His love is with you. His love is upon you. His mercy is upon you. 
uh, his empathy, his, his compassion is upon you. He, he desires your attention. And we also declare to you the grace and the fullness of the Lord Jesus Christ, the word of the living God with you, divine ability to do what you could not do without the presence of divine help. And we declare to you the partnership with the Almighty Holy Spirit, the comforter, the guide, the teacher, the educator, the elevator, the strengthener, the one that takes a hold alongside with you against the one that helps you to know how to pray. We pray in languages and learn and we declare to you the articulation of the truth. You are his workmanship. You're not your own. You've been bought with a price. The, the word of God gave himself for you, shed his pure, life-giving blood for you to be washed, for you to be cleansed, for your lips to be clean, and your heart to be washed. Today is your day. You can mark it. There is a change coming to your life that will not be reversed and that cannot be reversed. This is the beginning of a brand new hour in your life and you will no longer be limited to what you inherited from your natural genealogy but you will carry the grace that runs through the veins or the spiritual veins of the body of Christ and that has been alive and well for 2,000 years. I love you. I bless you. I declare God and his blessing over your life. I release his mercy and his goodness that endure forever. I expect a response from you. I want you to register in one of our upcoming meetings. Go to our website and let me know that you know where I'm going to be so that we can meet together and we can believe God for the miracle together and send in your prayer request. Post on the, on the event. Uh, uh, like our Facebook and, and share this word with the people that need to hear it. Tell it to your church. Preach it from your pulpit. Declare it in your denomination. Share it with the, uh, uh, a universal body uh, of Christ worldwide. And, and then send us your emails. Send us your prayer requests, your testimonies. A man of God, I got healed while you were talking. I, I received a miracle while you were praying. Uh, the, 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 the eczema left my body and my skin is healed. The rheumatism left my body and the pain is gone. The arthritis left my body and the pain is gone. The tumor dissipated. I'm delivered. My bowels and my, my stomach is healed. My stomach has new lining while you were preaching. I received my new kidney while you were speaking. Hallelujah. The swelling left my body. The pain left my body. I'm praying for you. Uh, uh, I'm praying for you. 
I'm praying for all of the pain to leave your body and the weakness to leave your body. Get up and walk. Get up and testify. Get up and open the gates of worship and lift your hands to God and celebrate him. He is the God of glory, the King of heaven, and he's also Lord of earth. For he will not cease until your enemies are your footstool until your pains are gone and your afflictions are lifted and you are the comforter to others in your immediate family, distant family, as well as to strangers who desire the word of the Lord that you have to share with them. We love you and we thank God for you and we bless you. And we're going to be here answering your phone calls, uh, uh, reading your emails, perusing over your posts and, 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 and your requests and talking to you. We love you and God bless you. Amen. Thanks for joining us on the Christian Harfouch Ministries podcast. Join us on our other podcast, Miracles Today. Connect with us at globalrevival.com and we'll see you next week.